Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan. You were listening to episode number 74 of the Langpreneur podcast. Well guys, I have a question for you. How many followers do you think you need if you want to make over six figures in revenue? So that's over $100,000 in annual revenue. How many followers do you think you need in order to, to reach that number? 10,000? 100,000? A million? Or even more than that? Well, actually, the answer might surprise you. Because today I'm talking to Sophie from Cours de Japonais. And she teaches French people Japanese. She's doing very well. And the most remarkable thing here is that she actually only has a few thousand followers on uh, on YouTube and on Instagram. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How can you make lots of money? How can you make a very good income with a very small audience and how does she do it? That's what we're going to learn today. So let's get started. Here we go. This is the Langpreneur podcast where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey Sophie, welcome to the Langpreneur podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do. Hello, konnichiwa. So my name is Sophie Thomas. I am French and my job is to teach Japanese to French speakers. Um, now I have an online course uh, to teach uh, Japanese for beginners. And before that, I was giving uh, private lessons in my city in France and also by internet on Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a website and a YouTube channel. So I can also uh, teach, uh, yeah, Japanese for beginners and also to, yeah, most people as I can because uh, there is a lot, a lot of French people and uh, French speakers who are very interested into Japan and Japanese language. So yeah, <laughs> so you mainly focus on the French uh, market, right? Yeah, because I'm French and in English we have a lot of good websites and good uh, online courses teaching Japanese but in French it's quite rare oh really so, are you so yeah. you're one of the only ones who's teaching French uh, sorry teaching Japanese <laughs> yeah um, we have like good uh, free content and good also um, uh, online courses but the one I created is really focused on um, travel in Japan mm. and so the the Japanese uh, you need for uh, to be able to travel in Japan and you know talk to people go to train station and restaurant yeah. without uh, yeah problems so that was uh, a really uh, a, a big request yeah. I got yeah. and it doesn't exist now in France and yeah. in French so I created uh, this online course. Yeah. Great. So that's your niche, right? It's not just Japanese. It's also not just Japanese for French speakers, but it's Japanese for French speakers who want to travel to Japan. 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and you're the only one who's doing that, so you're automatically the yeah. best in that in that very yeah. niche. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think I am the only one in French. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell us a bit about how you how you got started. Why Japanese? Um, yeah. How did how did it all get started? Yeah. So uh, when I was like uh, 13 years old, I discovered uh, Japanese music, uh, and it was yeah, it totally moved me. Uh, because I didn't know anything about Japan and Japanese language and Japanese uh, traditional sounds and rock and everything. So I was like, wow, what is it? <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> and I didn't heard, um, I've never heard something like that. So I wanted to know more about this country, the music and the language. And yeah, it just became natural for me to... Yeah, to be attracted by the the country, the culture, and of course uh, the language. Yeah. So that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. So how did you? I mean, what was the next step? You you were fascinated with with this, with this culture, the music, and then you just started learning Japanese on your own, or how did you go from yeah, that? Yeah. At first, so I was young, so I couldn't like go to university at that time or whatever. So I just uh, learned a few words and I was listening to Japanese music every day. Like it was all my life <laughs> at that time. So when you listen um, a lot of music, you can, yeah, you start to recognize some words like in every song. And yeah, I just started to learn by my own, um, just a few words in Japanese at that time. And uh, after that, when I graduated high school, I wanted to go to Japanese university uh, to uh, to learn real Japanese. So I went to Paris at that time, and I've been just studying Japanese, like the basic and the grammar and everything. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. I like Japanese, but what I want is to be able to talk to real Japanese people, not only uh, translating texts and you know yeah. learn like university stuff yeah. <laughs> it was a bit boring for me yeah. so i quit uh, university and i was able to go to japan uh, in a japanese language school in tokyo so i've learned japanese there only japanese 100 percent japanese all day and that's when i really realized okay i love this language i want to do something with japanese in my life so when I go back to France, um, I was like, okay, now I can speak Japanese. It's cool. But what kind of job <laughs> can <Yeah>. I do <laughs> with Japanese language? And because I didn't want to live in big cities like Paris or Lyon, um, I'm, for the, I'm from the countryside in France. <laughs> so I live my countryside um, life. Yeah. And I wanted to live there, but... When you speak Japanese, it uh, it doesn't really give you any opportunities here. Yeah, I can't imagine. So I was like, okay, what can I do? And I studied uh, tourism to uh, communicate with Japanese tourists. And at the same time, uh, I got some requests from friends and from uh, my husband's uh, company uh, co-workers they were like, oh, can you speak Japanese? Can you teach me just a bit? So I started to give like, not free lessons, but very cheap lessons at that time. I was not uh, a real teacher, I would say. 
And that's how it started. I started really to uh, teach Japanese to, uh, yeah, share my passion and, yeah, help people. And eventually, it, yeah, it became bigger and bigger and I got more and more requested. So, yeah, so it was finally... So it was many through referrals, like word of mouth, yeah. colleagues of your of your yeah. your partner. Yeah, like colleagues and friends, and after that, I put uh, like um, yeah, you know, on the internet to say, hey, I'm yeah. teaching Japanese. Do you yeah. want to, yeah, an announce? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I got many requested uh, rec- requests. Um, and at that time, I was living in a very, very small village, uh, like 200 people. Uh, 200 people. Yeah, 200 <laughs> people. <laughs> but I got many, many students. And I, at that time, I was working in a museum uh, at the same time, so part, um, part job. And the museum told me, okay, do you want us to hire you like long term? And that at the same time, I got like, uh, I think I was... I had like 20, around 20 students. So I had, yeah, two jobs at the same time. So yeah. I had to choose. Yeah. And I choose to, to teach Japanese because that's my passion. And I, yeah, I realized I was quite good <laughs> teaching Japanese. People were enjoying the, the courses and everything. So, yeah, I choose to, to teach Japanese full time. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you become a teacher as somebody who doesn't have a background in, in teaching? They, they, you didn't have a background in teaching, right? No. <laughs> so how, how was that in the beginning? Was it difficult, easy? Like how did you, how do you find out how to do it? I think teaching for me is very natural. Uh, maybe that's because my both of my parents were teachers. I don't ah. know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe it's in my blood. I don't know, but... Yeah, teaching for for me is really natural and I think it's my ikigai, you know, it's my yeah, reason to be here, <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, yeah, I just teach uh, the way I want it to be uh, teached in, um, in university. Yeah. And what was yeah. that? What was that st- teaching style? Is it based on conversation or... You focus on what's um, important words. Or? Yeah, at first, I really helped me uh, with uh, books, uh, books for learning Japanese. Yeah. Uh, it helped me to structure the the course, the lessons, and also to have uh, like native uh, speakers um, audio. Uh, that's very important for me. So yeah, I based my uh, course, my lessons at that time, on a book called uh, Minna no Nihongo, which is one of the most famous, I guess, in Japan, in Japanese language. Um, and I also put uh, my own style, like Minna no Nihongo is very good to, to get a structure, but it's very, very, like, scholar. Yeah. <laughs> it's not only natural Japanese. So mm. I wanted to teach like real Japanese, like people talk in Japan. So yeah, I put also my own uh, mm. style, I would say. So there you go all in when you had 20 students? Mm. Yeah, uh, sorry? Did you go all in, like did you start working full time for the teaching business when you had 20 students? Yes, yes. Uh, I took the risk because yeah, maybe from 
the next the yeah the next day maybe I couldn't have more students. I yeah. didn't know at that time, but I took the risk. And finally, it was a good risk because today I have um, in my online course now I have 280 students. So I think it was a good, a good choice. Yeah, <laughs> I did at that time. Yeah. Well, that's great. So how do you go from there? I mean, now you you start working for the museum. Mm. You went you went all in. You started working full time. What do you do with that with the extra time that you have? Yeah. So when I had 20 students, I only focused on them. Uh, it was not enough uh, money to live by my own. So I had the, the chance yeah, to, to live with my husband at that time. So it was okay. But if I was uh, single at that time, uh, I couldn't take uh, that, um, that risk. Uh, so when I had yeah, 20 students, it went up to 30. So 30, it was a full-time uh, job for me. And it continues. So this uh, teaching style was from uh, to 2013 until uh, 2018. Mm -hmm. And in 2018, I went to Japan back uh, for six months with my husband because it was his dream to <laughs> go there and study Japanese in a, in a school. So we took a break for six months. Uh, he really needed that in his life too so we took a break for six months and when we we came back to France uh, we wanted to change like he was um, yeah he was a salaryman for around 11 years and he was not enjoying his job anymore so we had to do something and change and that's when I realized okay I have more and more requests from uh, students. Uh, they want me to teach them Japanese, but I can't. I just don't want to work every day and night and every day of the week. So I have to do something. And I made some research on internet and books. And yeah, I realized maybe there is another way for me to teach Japanese uh, without just, you know, private uh, yeah. acceptance private teaching, like one hour and one hour. So I was like, mm, maybe it's a good idea to create like an online course. It doesn't really exist yet in French. And in 2018, uh, no, 2019, sorry. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I created my website. So it's called Cours de Japonais. <laughs> it means, yeah. Uh, Japanese lessons in French mm -hmm. and for one year I really worked a lot like two hours every day on my website I really really wanted it to to be um, to have good quality lessons and contents I also started my YouTube channel and in 2020 in 2020 uh, January I launched my first uh, online course mm -hmm. Uh, and this was really beyond my expectations. I thought, yeah, maybe some people will be interested. But finally, yeah, one year later, I have 280 people. Yeah, so it really, really became a full-time job. So I had to stop all my private uh, Skype teaching and everything. 
well, to only focus on, on that's, that. Yeah. That's great. How much are you selling the course for? Uh, the smallest one is like 800 euros. 800 and, euros? Yeah. That's a good uh, price point. I like that. Yeah, it's uh, so this one is for um, yeah to be able to communicate in Japan for uh, a touristic travel. And uh, the most exp expensive one is uh, 1,200. Uh, 1, and this one has more courses. It's um, a one-year course. And you have private uh, Skype lesson with me and everything. Yeah. So like the 800 euro course is a self-study course and the 1,200 um, or not? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. You have all the videos and uh, the exercises and everything. But you can also ask me any question i will answer of course i yeah my my main focus is uh for the students never be alone and never has any question without any answer for me it's very important to be there yeah. uh, at all steps so how can people ask you questions like through a platform and a facebook group or yeah. they contact um, you directly so all the courses are put um on a platform uh, it's a private uh, platform, so you need to yeah to be regist registered. And there, there is a, a comment section when you you can ask me anything. And also, we have uh, an online class every month with all the students, and they have also the replay. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really impressive because you said you had 280 students. So for the listeners who you know who <laughs> were doing their maths, that means that multiple six-figure launch. I think it's very impressive because if I look at your social media uh, following, it's not that big, right? So where, no. where, where do all those people come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, um, yeah, when I started, so one year, one year before, um, yeah, one year ago, uh, when I launched uh, this online lesson, I was not very famous. I won't, I won't say I'm famous now, but at that time I was really, really small. And I just, uh, I think I created a connection between me and the people who were following me at that time. And it was a strong connection. So I asked uh, them by emails and yeah, my, through my website and everything. Yeah. I really asked ask them what kind of online course do you want? Yeah. Uh, what do you need in your life? Why do you want to learn Japanese? And I just collected all the answers and I put them into an online course. So it yeah. was really <laughs> made for them. Yeah. And because I asked them at every step, okay, which, which name do you prefer? Which logo do you prefer? And everything. <laughs> so basically they created it with me yeah. <laughs> at every step. So yeah, of course, because they were involved, um, it was natural, I think, for most of them to to buy it because it was also there. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the size of your, your, your following, like on, on social media and maybe the number of website of, of, of website visitors, because often people think that they need hundreds and thousands of followers. No. In order to, to you know, I don't have it yet. <laughs> I just no, checked no. your YouTube channel before we uh, started this interview. I think you have like a few thousand followers there, right? Like three yeah, or four? Yeah, I have like three, 3,000 and maybe 500 people now. Yeah. Uh, but one year ago, it was really, really smaller. 
Um, so when you did that, when you did that launch uh, last year, like what, mm-hmm. like what, what where? <laughs> yeah, how many? Where did those people find out about the the launch? Was it mainly YouTube or your mailing list or? At first, to um, to make my website known by people, I shared a lot on Facebook mm. groups. Mm. Uh, yeah, Japan-related groups. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where my first uh, visitors came. Yeah. Uh, because my YouTube channel was very small, uh, and I didn't put a lot of videos <laughs> at that time. Uh, Instagram. I didn't know anything about Instagram at first. <laughs> So this is uh, this is new for me. Uh, now I have like five five thousand people on Instagram, but yeah, yeah one year ago it was uh, very small. Yeah. And now uh, for my website, so I'm just checking, and by months now I have like six six to ten thousand visitors each yeah. month. But yeah. one year ago, like I'm just checking, yeah, one year ago I had like. Yeah, one one thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I know. You know, sometimes I talk to people who have like ten times more website visitors than you, ten times bigger mm-hmm. following on YouTube, and maybe five times more followers on Instagram. But they're actually not doing. They're not selling as well as, as you do. So <laughs> I think this is. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why, but I think again, this is the power of niche, right? Like, if somebody yeah. is in France and they want to learn Japanese online. Where where can they go? They have to go. They have to go to you, right? Or other <laughs> choices? Yeah, the the biggest name um, now in French uh, speakers who want to learn Japanese, uh, there is a guy called Julien Fontanier on YouTube. So all his um, lessons are for free. It's uh, very good quality lessons, but there is no interaction. Like he's so big, you can't just ask him sorry i didn't understand this can yeah. you repeat can you explain me again yeah uh and i think that's why people um, just buy my online lessons because they know they will have an answer to every question yeah and that's very important of course mm-hmm. and how do you sell the course is it mainly over email or people just go to your website and buy it straight off the website it's not open all year Uh, the only one which is open all year is to learn the the kana so hiragana and katakana which are the the two japanese alphabets so it's the the basic thing Mm. (laughs) you need to learn at first Uh, this is open all year but my my very big online lesson uh, course is only uh, launched like three to four times a year And this is mainly by email. I have a mailing list, which is very, very important, I think. Yeah. And also, uh, I, yeah, I just talk about it on Instagram and YouTube, and yeah. Hmm. It seems like you're doing the right thing, right? So first of all, you you picked a niche. Um, secondly, you you build a mailing list. Many people who just start out don't don't do that. You ask your audience what they want, and you create a course based on what they tell you that they want, yeah. right? Um, how do you learn those things? Did you just was this just instinct, or did you no? <laughs> did, did you follow courses? No, no, no. I'm not like a marketing genius or <laughs> even a website genius. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. Uh, so when I I came back from my six months to Japan with my husband. I read some books about 
uh, diet, like uh, the Tim Ferriss books, um, uh, Olivier Roland, which is a, a French uh, writer also. And I, I bought a course, an online course to learn how to create your business on internet. And yeah, just following the steps and creating my own business. So yeah. what were some, some of the most important things that you learned from that online course? Uh, first at all, how to create a good website and a mailing list. I didn't mm -hmm. know anything about that. Mm -hmm. So what, and do you remember like what should a good website do? You remember that? Uh, sorry? Like, do you remember what a, what a good website should do? Mm. Um, it was a lot of technical stuff that mm -hmm. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So this, I was completely new. And also like to, yeah, to attract people and uh, make good content. So I had to, you know, find the keywords and, um, yeah, write articles, you know, like <laughs> Google will like <laughs> and everything. Yeah. So yeah, all, all that stuff I didn't know about yeah. before. And what else mm -hmm. did you learn from that online course? So how to create a good website that yeah. attracts your ideal customers, right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and also like uh, YouTube channel and other other stuff like Instagram and everything, and also how to launch your um, yeah your course, what you will sell, uh, how do you make people want it, how do you make people realize they want it, <laughs> because sometimes you don't realize that's what you need. And, uh, um, yeah, just create a good uh, connection between me, between me and my audience. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important part uh, for me to always, you know, stay true to who I am. Uh, I really hate people just, uh, you know, buy my stuff, it's good, and uh, you don't know why. So, no, for me, it's very important to... Say to people, okay, that's your problem. That's where you are now. And you want to be able to go to until that point. So I created the, yeah. the past for you. So you just have to walk it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So instead of saying, I've created the best course in the world and you're going to learn a hundred words and, and you're going <laughs> to learn all the grammar points and you hear a gana katakana, you're going to learn all that stuff and it's the best in the world. So you need to buy it. <laughs> no. You say, wait, this is where you are. Here is yeah. where you want to go. And that's why I've created this course because it will help you getting exactly where you want to, where you want to be. Right. Yeah, that's it. And because if, if I say, if I present my, um, my course, like, you know, there is uh, 100 kanji and like all the grammar stuff you need to know to pass uh, the GLPT5 yeah. people. Yeah, maybe some of the people, uh, they will be like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. But nobody knows what it, um, it represents. Yeah. So they just need to know, okay, you will be able to go to a restaurant and read the menu and ask uh, information and say that you have allergies or that you're vegetarian. This is really stuff people uh, want to, to be able yeah, to yeah. say in Japan. Yeah, so you need to sell what, what they, the result that they want to get yeah. and not the, the what they're going to get. Right? Yeah, the um, results is what they buy and what they want. They yeah. don't want to know the, the path. 
Yeah, they I find it interesting because you know I have a few friends in our in our industry, and they have sales pages that convert very well. And you know sometimes when have nothing to do, I just go to those sales pages and I try to figure out why. And mm-hmm. recently, I found out that on some of the sales pages, they don't even mention the what. So those are like mm-hmm. selling courses for three hundred dollars, and there is not even there is no yeah. single section on the sales page that mentions what they're going to get. The only thing it says is everything you need in order to get to the yeah. next level, right? That's <laughs> yeah. Um, and for me, it's a bit similar. Um, on the sailing page, uh, I have of course the um, yeah the, the program, like everything they will be going through, but only by tema. I don't give, I don't say uh, there is like this kanji and this grammar and this, this, this. Yeah. No, there is only like restaurant, uh, train station, uh, taxi. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just only for the this. people so that they can get an idea what, what, yeah. what they're going to learn, right? Yeah, um, and the results, everything. Well, yeah. y- when you finish this lesson, you will be able to... Yeah, I recently also got people asking me like, how 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 much should I focus on the result on the sales page and how much on the what? Mm. And then usually, you know, I think it should be 80, 80, 20. So 80% on the result. And then of course, for some people, they just want to know what's in the course, right? It's good to have it there, but yeah. maybe not. It, it should never be the focus, yeah. Well, amazing, 800 euros and 1,200 euros. How, how did you come up with that price point? <laughs> I just checked uh, all the... Um, uh, other entrepreneur in language like Spanish and Russian uh, for French speakers. So I, at first I just copied <laughs> the, the prices. Yeah. And now um, I've created so my uh, Kana, uh, Kana lesson. Yeah, Kana stuff. So this I just made my own price because it doesn't exist also in French. So yeah, I just came up with yeah. this price because I, I thought it was a good price. And what is a, what is a Kana course? So the Kana is only to learn uh, Hiragana and Katakana. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I tried <laughs> to learn some, some Japanese. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what does the, the business look like these days? I mean, in the beginning you were teaching one-on-one, you were trading your time for money, mm-hmm. right? Now you're yeah. focusing on this online course, you're, going, you're doing that together with your partner, um, yeah. your husband. What does the uh, the average working day look like? So it has been one month now since uh, we've been um, starting to, uh, to work, uh, the two of us. Uh, for two years, it has been only me. Of course, he was helping me, but as he was a salaryman, like, like the Japanese salaryman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't help me so much. Um, so now we just um, share the task. Um, so of course I have all the Japanese language uh, related tasks and he got all the technical stuff I'm really not into. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, creating, um, cutting videos, edits, everything. Um, yeah, the websites and all. So our average um, day, I think we work like maybe five to six hours, maybe five hours a day. Um, yeah, maybe six days. A week <laughs> yeah but yeah for the moment it looks like that and you mm. mainly focus on uh, content creation now like for youtube instagram or maintaining the course uh, answering people's questions like what are some of the tasks that you need yeah, to do both. 
uh, both. Um, my husband created, uh, creates uh, contents for the, the website and also for the, the YouTube channel. He helps me with that. And I manage all the, the students' related stuff. Uh, answering questions, emails, uh, doing the, the online courses um, uh, every month uh, in direct. And also we want to create a new online uh, course for the level up, <laughs> like the yeah, GLPT4, yeah. so the, the step up, uh, because my students want to, they want to go further with me. So this is a very big project we have to do this year. Yeah. Mm. How long does it take for you guys to create a course? The last one was one year, <laughs> so I guess one year, one more year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Have you mm. ever thought about selling a course before it finished? So if it ah, takes that's one. That's what I did. Oh, that's what that's you did. That's what I did for the previous one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I I learned also. <laughs> yeah. Into yeah. You also so, gonna do that for the the second yeah. level? Yeah, and also what uh, I want to do different from the previous one is, uh, so for, for the last one, um, I've created uh, one month content and then I was adding um, content uh, as yeah it was going. Yeah. But for this one, as <laughs> I nearly made a burnout last time, so I really don't want to go again into that kind of mood mm. so this time i want to uh, split the, the very big course into four parts and maybe create uh, one part and then sell it take a break then creating the second part and everything yeah yeah I so that you have take more different, time for me yeah so mm. that you have different levels yeah uh maybe just different parts or different parts of the course yeah mm. i see tell us a bit about how you know, this transformation, if you will, of your business has changed uh, your life or your lifestyle. Yeah, it uh, totally changed it because uh, first of all, my husband quit his previous job. So now he works with me. Uh, that's maybe the, the biggest change. And then we could also change house. Uh, we, we moved last month into this new house. Uh, so now we live uh, more in the, the countryside. Um, we could choose the, the house and the city we wanted to, to live in uh, because we are not, um, yeah, we don't need to live close to my husband's workplace now. So we, we came uh, closer to the family. So that's a good point. And also, yeah, we can just um, adjust <laughs> the, the day as we want. Yeah, For right. example, my, my husband, he's um, passionate about uh, Buddhism, uh, Japanese Buddhism. So he can take a course. Uh, he has online courses also about Buddhism. Yeah. So, yeah. That sounds amazing. Um at the beginning, you said you were you, you were getting so many referrals. Was there? Why do you think it was that you were getting so many referrals? Because I know that many of our listeners are teachers, and maybe they struggle to find students. While you had mm. seem to have a to have had a quite easy time finding new students. So how? Why was yeah. that? You know that is it because it was so specific French for sorry Japanese for French speakers, or was there something else that that helped? Yeah, but if. If you go into the 
the French speakers internet and if you want to yeah find a Japanese teacher there are a lot a mm. lot a lot of Japanese teacher so um, at the very beginning when I was in my very small village um, it was strange for me to have students in a, such a small place but I was like okay I'm the only one in this area so yeah they have no choice were you teaching one-on-one by the way like in person yeah at that time, it was 101. In person? Uh, yeah, in person. Wow. And uh, after that, I started to yeah teach by Skype also. And that's where, when um, I thought, it's so strange. Why do they choose me? Yeah. Because they have so many Japanese teachers yeah. on the internet. Why me? And yeah, I asked some of my students, why did you choose me? And they were like, oh, you know, you, your profile picture was really, um, like, uh, yeah, sympathetic. You look nice. So, so I choose you because the, you look nice. The other teachers look, didn't look nice. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and after that, uh, because I, yeah, I created my website and YouTube channel and videos. So, yeah, I think people just find me um dynamic and nice so they want to learn with me that's what my students told me yeah yeah really cool do you have any tips for you know people who are teaching a language and who want to scale up the business who want to sell online courses or maybe first get more students and then online courses so i think the um, the students they really have the choice um there are so many teachers on the internet so if they choose you, that's because you represent something they like or they really want to learn with you and not with another one. So I think you have to focus on why do they choose you? Why is your uh, specificity? Why? What can you uh, give to them uh, that no one cannot, that no one can? Mm -hmm. So yeah, just focus on that and yeah, maybe... Uh, push it further mm -hmm. like I know my strong point is uh, that that's why they say <laughs> I didn't know that before but my strong point is uh, I teach I explain very um, I'm very how to say it in English how like, do you say the French is it easy it is easy for them to understand yeah me. yeah yeah like pedagogue I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the little. Yeah, just very clearly and yeah, I guess. yeah. So I know this is my strong point, and yeah, I just try to explain things to students. And uh, last month, I started to teach on Twitch also every week, uh, and people just discover me on this platform too, and they are like, "Wow." It's very easy to understand what you say and what you explain. For example, this uh, grammar point, I've never understood it before. And thanks to you, I just got it in five minutes. So, yeah, that's very good. And then they buy my online courses because they want to go further with me. So, really? Yeah. Is it, do you, like, do you know the other people from Twitch who, who bought your course? Yeah, there is uh, really? at least two of them uh, uh -huh. who told me, yeah, I saw 
you your lesson on Twitch and I was like, okay, this is a perfect teacher for me. I want her. And then, yeah, they subscribed it. Tell us a bit about Twitch because actually I, I don't know too much about it. Isn't it a live stream platform? Yeah, it's, um, it's a live stream. Yeah, it's a streaming platform. So you go live and you just... Yeah, you basically uh, do whatever you want. Yeah. There is a lot of gamers on this platform, but me, I specifically choose to um, to read uh, Japanese traditional uh, stories, like for uh, children, uh, in Japanese, of course. And I explained every uh, sentence, every word. Yeah. And also I asked people, okay, what does this mean? Uh, what does, uh, how do you translate it? And yeah, it's a very, um, it's full of interaction. So, yeah. uh, you, you announce the live streams in advance, or you just go live whenever yeah. you feel like it? Uh, basically, I have um, a schedule. So, every Thursday night, uh, they know I will be streaming for one hour yeah. uh, reading uh, in Japanese. And uh, I communicate the, the schedule on Instagram and by email also, but mainly, mm. mainly on Instagram. Yeah, cool. And how do people find you on, on Twitch? I mean, new people. Can you just search for Cool de Japonais? Or, or? Uh, you can, yeah, you can search from, so, for uh, keywords, but it's not like YouTube. It's not uh, a searching mm. platform. You, yeah, the people who find me uh, on Twitch, it's because they come from uh, other streamer other yeah. Japanese related uh, ah. streamer like you can send people when you finish your stream you can send ah. people to another channel yeah mm, interesting mm. any other things that that work in your business that you have discovered over the last few years that you think is worth mentioning or mm, of course mailing list <laughs> if you don't have a mailing list I think it's a big mistake and you should get one yeah <laughs> yeah you don't have to send emails every day to say anything no just i'm sending uh, maybe one email every week uh, sometimes every 10 days but yeah that's how you create it you create uh, a connection um with your uh, readers and um and yeah, to, to get a mailing list, of course, you, you need also to, to give something. Like I've created a 25 pages uh, free ebook uh, to learn the basic stuff on Japanese. And yeah, people are very, very happy to have it. Like it, it's for free. So I have also like children or very young people who don't, don't have any money to buy online courses and they are very happy to have the ebook and have uh, all the free stuff on my website and youtube channel so i think it's also very important to to give just for free yeah you don't expect any money it's okay yeah how do you feel about selling over about selling over email doesn't doesn't it make you feel uncomfortable or like what's your philosophy when it comes to selling at first it was yeah, very stressful. The first day, it was very, very stressful. I was like, oh, maybe they will hate me and send me some rocks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but finally, people were really, really happy. Actually, uh, they were like, oh, that's amazing. You created the perfect course. And they are very happy to, yeah, to just have the, 
the the possibility to learn Japanese with you. So actually, no, I didn't have any negative comments or whatever. And if they are not interested, okay, oh, she's selling me something, they will just unsubscribe and that's it. It's okay. Yeah, and that's okay because they're not going to buy from you anyway, right? Yeah, and that's what I'm telling me every day. So <laughs> it's okay. Well, yeah. well, Sophie, it was great to learn more about your well, your background story and uh, the, the, the journey, the online courses. We talked about lots of things today. Is there anything else you want to share with, with our listeners? Mm. <laughs> um. If you had to yeah. start all over again, is there something that you would do differently? Take more time for me. <laughs> yeah, because for two years, I was only focused on my work. And uh, this year, it will be different because I know what mistakes I've done. Mm -hmm. And as I told you before, I want to take more breaks. Uh, it's important, uh, yeah, just to, to take time for myself and more for my family. So, yeah, just find a good balance between work and uh, personal life. Yeah, because you, uh, you you didn't have a personal, <laughs> personal life anymore or what went, what went wrong? Just too much, you got too much obsessed by the work? Or? Yeah, I was just... Um, only focused on my work like okay i have to do the online course i have to uh create a new video every week i have to send emails i have to uh yeah expand my instagram and everything and it's too much for only one person <laughs> so yeah yeah just um guess also at the beginning you have the pressure right because if you're not yeah. doing very well yet like you you have to you have to make it work yeah but yeah, yeah, and it went uh, really um, wrong for me when I had to manage the website plus the YouTube channel plus Instagram plus creating the form the, the online courses plus answering all of my students who were uh, already into the course. Yeah. So it was too much, and for now we are yeah I shared uh, the work with my husband. And we realize uh, maybe it's also too much for two people. So <laughs> maybe we need to find a third per person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the, um, like for anybody who's in that same situation now, what would, what would you recommend them do to maybe only focus on the things that really matter and stop doing other things? Or is it outsourcing? Um, what would you recommend? I would say, yeah, at first only focus on what uh, you cannot make weight like if you have to to create contents because you already have clients okay you have to give contents yeah. to your client that's an obligation but it's okay if you don't post any video on youtube for one month you won't die or it will be okay people won't forget you in one month it's okay so yeah you can focus on what you need to do and if you can have help like even if you have to pay someone to do something to help you it's okay it's i think it's worth your money to yeah, yeah to delegate yeah mm. i think it's important to look at you know all the tasks that are on your list and to mm. to look at that list and think by yourself okay what are some of the things that only i can do yeah right yeah. so and 
and and focus on that and of course yeah if you have mm. students enrolled in your courses i mean they have already paid right so you yeah. need to you need <laughs> to deliver the on most that most important yeah <laughs> well, yeah i think for any entrepreneur it's really important to to step back or to mm. to outsource what you can outsource, to delegate what you can delegate to step yeah. back and to you know to also think about the strategy and you know hiring hiring people to, to yeah. focus on, on on growth but yeah i mean as a beginner we have to hustle right we but also that has its limits of course yeah uh, but step step by step step by step yeah well great sophie thank you very much for sharing i really thank you like the interview <laughs> yeah dozo i think i have to say that right Domo. Oh, Domo. I don't know what, what is Dozo. I made up that dozo word myself. Like, go, go on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Sophie, thank you. Um, thank you. If people want to find out more about you and about your courses, where can you go? So it's only in French, sorry, <laughs> but uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Sophie Cours de Japonais, and also on my website, uh, coursdejaponais.com. Yeah, and if you don't know how to spell that, then make sure to check out the show notes. Sophie, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye. All right, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode, then please give this podcast a positive review in the app, wherever, whatever app that you're using that's going to help us grow the podcast and do more awesome things for you on the show if you want to listen to other episodes resources and um, you know maybe join one of our future events and go to langpreneur.com uh, we also do help some of the biggest names in our industry to scale their six and seven figure businesses so if you want us to help you out with that then just uh, go to the website or just send me a dm on instagram at the langpreneur look forward to hearing from you and see you on the next episode